up, Internet? You're tuned in to episode 89 of the Potscast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friends, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. And returning to the show, my frenemy, my former enemy, <laughs> now friend, Mr. Max Wright. Hello. Thanks, Welcome Max. back, buddy. Thanks, man. I look forward to beefing with you for an entire hour. <laughs> no, no beef, because this is, uh, Max called this out right before we started recording. It is, in fact, the two-year anniversary uh, this past week mm-hmm. of when all three of us uh, joined up with Lupots. So I think yeah. I think we've got to, you know, we got to just be friendly. Two years is a long time. We have history. So, yeah. yeah, we do. You know, it's the face turn. Beef, beef is so, all rotted by now. <laughs> it's way rotted. <laughs> So, uh, welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we are LootPots.com's weekly Nintendo podcast where we talk about all things Nintendo. And uh, the boys are back to clown because, holy moly, we got the first bit of real news, it feels like, in so long. And I am so excited to dive into it. We have tons of questions from all of you. Uh, but just before we get into that, let me tell you about where you can find us all over the web and how you can support the show, of course. Uh, so... You know, the easiest way to support the show is to give us a, a like on your audio platform of choice. Subscribe to that RSS so that you get our show every Monday when it goes live. And of course, if you've got a Nintendo fan in your life who you think would enjoy the show just like you are, make sure you share it with them. Let them know that we're out here, that we're doing a show every week that you enjoy and that they can come get it for free. But if you want to go above and beyond, of course, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash lootpots and get us uh, at even just the $1 level, and you will get access to a brand new show called After Dark, where every week after the show is over, we keep the mics rolling and we talk about stuff that's not related to Nintendo. This week on the docket, pies. You're not going to want to miss it. So <laughs> if you want to listen to me argue about how meat shouldn't be in pies with these two fine Brits, uh, you're going to want to go. Wait, do you actually believe that? You're going to have to tune in After Dark and find out. I'm so fired up already. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, if you want to get access to that show and, of course, show your support, that is the best way to do it. Uh, Just like one of our Patreon supporters, Mr. That Doc Guy, one of the most active members over on the Discord, uh, one of our biggest supporters. Thank you so much, Doc. Uh, We appreciate it. And, uh, of course, if you want to get some more content for, from us, you can head over to LootPots.com. You can head over to our YouTube channel and get uh, check out the, the, come of the couple of the recent videos that we've done. Uh, one on Majora's Masks Marketing and another on Pikmin 3's uh, most, recent, most recent trailer from Pixel. Uh, so go check that stuff out. Check out the Twitch, all kinds of stuff. Wherever you're getting your, your, you know, your content, we're over there doing it. So that's enough shilling Shout for now. out to Adam for like putting that video together out of thin air. Oh my god, yeah. Didn't even he, know it was like, happening, and then Pix was like, can you post something on Reddit for me? I'm like, well, what do you mean? Just, <laughs> yeah, ready. No, I remember seeing that Majora's Mask background that he did a while back, uh, and then I just, like, I, f- I, I completely forgot he was working on the video, and then it, it just showed up. It was great. Doing really oh, well. yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, so I, I knew about it for a long time because Classic he had pitched insider. it. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Uh, He pitched it to me months ago, and, like, he had showed me his research, and I was like, what the hell? This is incredible. Like, where did you find all of this? You just, like, it's so much stuff from the Wayback Machine. It's, like, it's it's some good stuff in there. So you're going to want to check it out um, if you are only someone who listens to the show or if this is your first time and you've never checked out any of our other content. I hope you'll go check that stuff out. 
Um, and of course, sorry, last I said no more shilling, but this is actually the last <laughs> thing. If you want to get your thoughts right on the air in the mail pots in the mail pot segment, like all the fine folks did this episode, and again, there are tons of you. Thank you for writing in. Uh, you can of course join our Discord. We got a pot pots cash channel where we get questions every week. We do it over on Twitter at uh, at Lou Pots. Excuse me, too excited about this Mario news right now. I'm trying to rush through these plugs. Uh, or you can write to me at p at loopots.com. Okay. That's enough. Perfect. Now, I'm going to take a breather while we talk about what we're playing this week. Max, since you're our guest, wh- what you been up to? Um, so me and video games have been, had a bit of a tense relationship at the moment. Um, you know, I, I get the urge. The urge then doesn't just goes away pretty quickly. However, I have found time to play a couple of things. Um, firstly, a couple of weeks ago, or last week, whenever it was, I played A Short Hike, which was one of those games that Shadow dropped from the Indie World um, Direct. Um, yeah. Originally, I just I sent it to my girlfriend and was like, "You would love this. Um, like, you need to look at it." She was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll look at it." I was like, "No, no, no! Stop whatever you're doing. You're going to love this." So she looked at the trailer and was like, oh, "I love it. I love it." So she downloaded it and sort of played through the whole thing in one sitting. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give this a go." Because the aesthetic. I mean, if you got you guys know what I'm talking about, right? You know the game. Yeah, it's yeah. like got yeah. the weird um, kind of pixelatedish. Yeah, aesthetic. yeah, it's like, it's like three I, pixels. I, yeah. I was saying, we spoke about it before, and I said the penguin looks like that printy one from um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Disgaea. And also, like, an Animal Crossing penguin as well. But the whole, like, aesthetic of it really gave me, like, DS Zelda game vibes, like 3D DS games when, you know, there's still not enough power there to do, like, proper 3D, but it's all very pixelated, and it has, like, the big thick edges to it, so that it's all sort of, you know, it still stands out in, like, a really low-resolution screen, um, like that on the DS. So that sort of really, I, I got like a weird nostalgia for, for something I didn't know I was nostalgic for when I saw it. Um, and it's really fun. It sort of reminds me of um, kind of like Breath of the Wild in a way meets Celeste in a way. So you're like climbing to the top of a mountain. That's the whole idea. You climb to the top of the mountain. You can jump and glide. Um, you can climb. But as you sort of um, solve puzzles and talk to people and pick up money and stuff, you get these feathers that let you either jump another time or climb for longer um, but there's, there's like a whole island you can explore you're free to explore it um, and there's just loads of little things to do loads of little like secrets to do loads of places to dig up or things to find there's just loads going on um, and you can take it at your own pace you can just rush to the top you can take your time talking to the little animal people that are all around it's got really funny dialogue uh, it's just really like a nice thing to just immerse yourself in it's relaxing and um it's hella good. It's like six quid as well. It was really cheap. Um, so I'd highly recommend that. I mean, it's not very long. I think I think maybe four or five hours if you're going to do everything in it. That's long enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, shorter. shorter Especially at that price, it's like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I want. <laughs> and it's really nice and the music's really nice. And it's, I say it's like Celeste because you're sort of trying to climb the mountain and... Um, so is there like a, a goal or is it like a, a The goal is essentially climb sim. the top of the mountain. Yeah, so the goal is It's more is of like an exploratory right? thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know you need to get to the top of the mountain. How you get there is up to you. Whether you take the route of just like, okay, I'm just going to climb up and, you know, only get the feathers I need to get, or you can go and find all the optional feathers and just like jump up it, and there's just loads to do and loads of characters to talk to. It's just really nice. And for six quid, I you know would love to see some more games like this. Um, very unique experience, even though I've described it, compared it to two other games, but... <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This was one that definitely caught my eye, and um, I was—I'm definitely going to try to get around to it at some point. Yeah. So now that you are giving it so much praise, that also definitely uh, 
puts it back on the yeah, radar. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to you and Parker discuss um, all of the games that he played from the indie world. Uh, was it last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was? Um, and you were talking about. And he, I was surprised that he didn't touch upon this one. Um, and I didn't know if you got, you guys had spoken about it already, but definitely one to to check out if you haven't. Um, but I've also been playing recently. Now this one's a this one's a harder harder one for me to, to talk about now. The Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remaster had like a demo. <laughs> And uh, even like on the way into the demo, have you got? Have you got? I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have you guys ever played Crystal Chronicles? Do you have any interest in Crystal Chronicles? Did you play it as a kid? Uh, I played it on the GameCube as a kid, but mm-hmm. uh, even then, I really wasn't a fan of it. I just could not get a taste for oh, it. Man. And um, I, I, it's definitely a game that is meant to be played as a multiplayer sure. experience. And I didn't know anyone else who had one of those. Game Boy Advance connectors, which I think was what you needed. Yeah, or, yeah. There was some weird limitation for it, um, and I could never get anyone to play it with me, so uh, I just I remember really hating it and resenting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Picked it up. <laughs> well, me and my brother, we both had Game Boy Advances. We both had characters in the game on our memory card. This is memory cards. Uh, we only had one Game Boy Advance to GameCube link cable, though, so we never got to actually mm. to experience it together. But I, I remember really, really enjoying what I did get to play of it, because there's a certain point where I was just like, ah, you know, it's more fun with other people, or you just end up doing the same thing because you're on your own. Um, but the intro to that game, I've really, it's really nostalgic for me. It really, the the introduction song. Do you remember the introduction song, Pete? Not really. No, oh, that song that it just. I listened to it in the car earlier, and it just fills me with like such like. I don't know, like make, probably gives me goosebumps every time. It makes me emotional every time I hear it, yeah. every single time. So when the remaster totally started, I was that. like. Here we go, here we bloody go. And it's not even just like a nostalgia thing, it's just like a really good, well... well. When when something really resonates and things all happen, I go like, ooh, yeah, that's nice. No, see, I never get that. I, I, I get that from like a nostalgia perspective. And the one I game think it's I, both. I 100% get when the menu boots up is Tomb Raider 2. And oh, the right. menu that boots up on that, and I hear that... Nah, 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 <laughs> noise. I It just takes me back to being a kid. I, I love it. <laughs> Well, this so this you know I was really looking forward to feeling that again. I was looking forward to booting it up. I'd put it on the big TV. I was like, "Hello, watch this! You're gonna, you're gonna bloody love this." And I've shown her it to it before. You're I'm gonna like, love it. Wait till you get to all the in-app purchases. It's great. Oh mate. Oh my god. That's before I'd even downloaded the demo. I was seeing all these, all these like, "Oh, we increase your guild wallet." Why do I want to do that? I'll just play the game and get ugh, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna rant about that. But the thing starts. It kicks in. The music sounds the same, and then it's just like a really weird cover. And I got none of the feels. All I got was like immense, like miserable, emotional disappointment. And I listened to the whole thing. And I, I was saying to her, I was like, "This isn't right. This isn't right." I was like rocking. I was like, "This isn't right. This isn't how I remember it. This isn't it." And she was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I'm not feeling any goosebumps, Ella. There are zero goosebumps happening." So I then played the original and was like, "That's it. That's how it's supposed to feel." Mm. So I was already just like in a bad mood with the game. And then I start playing, and there's voice acting, which at first I was like, "Oh, cool. There's this character who's like a knight called Soul Racked." And he sounds like a knight. He's like, yes, I am a knight. Hello, I'm so racked. And then you meet the Moogle, a little Moogle. I'm like, I wonder if the Moogle is going to sound really cute. And he goes, hi, I'm a, Mew- I'm a Moogle. My name is Stiltskin. <laughs> like this tiny ball of fluff. Who's just like, hi, my name is Stiltskin. And I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. So I like played a little bit more, turned it off. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not buying that. They're just Every step of that way of this game has just disappointed me. Uh, I'm Apart from the initial that, announcement, man. actually. That was pretty good. <laughs> I had a, a real big high and then an immediate <laughs> fall. Like every, so, the, when they announced it, you know, I've been asking for this for years because I really enjoyed the game. We tried to set it up on PCs once, um, but that didn't work out. So when they announced it, I was all, I was up here. Right? I was I was up here. Then the next announcement was like, 
Oh, you know, it's going to be on mobile too. Okay, fine. Oh, okay, actually, there's not going to be any local multiplayer. Oh, the multiplayer is only going to be on um, regional matchmaking. Oh, okay, it's going to have in-app purchases. Oh, no, no, no. And then every single step of the way has just worn me down into just not being excited for this this game that I think is one of the like the highlights of my GameCube owning youth, which might sound rubbish because it was just a you know spin-off Final Fantasy game, but. I really enjoyed all the DS Final Fantasies too, which I don't know if you guys ever played. Do you know I uh, never sorry, played DS Final Fantasy? Really? Mm, this is the no, only one I never, never played. played the DS one. Never played 7, never played 10, never played 12, never played all the ones that people were like, oh, you have to play. If you're going to play this one yeah. Final Fantasy, it's this one, but it's always a different one. And, oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Every, it, it, that depends on how old you are. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? You have to like, play Final the, Fantasy 3, man. The weird like Final Fantasy spinoff that I'm really attached to is Tactics Advance. Oh, um, okay, I love have... love that game, but that's like a <laughs> random game that not many people have played. Yeah, imagine being very one of those good. guys who's nostalgic for theater rhythm, and that like, and they only, can only ever play Final Fantasy theater rhythm, and that's it. That's the only Final Fantasy. Do you, remember, do you know what that is? It's like the weird rhythm. No, like, I have no idea uh, what that is. I think it was on the DS. I remember getting an, an official Nintendo magazine that had like a theater rhythm advert inside, and I was like, oh, I'm never ever going to play this game. And I never have. That's so stuck to my guns. Yeah, well, what if it's incredible and you're missing out on all of that rhythm action? Yeah, but I mean, I've got Kingdom Hearts, My Life as a melody Singer, song. whatever it's called. Yeah, Melody yeah. of Melody of Here's Some <laughs> Disney Songs. Melody of, mm. well, what is it? Disney Six Melody Star. of You Wish It Was Kingdom Hearts it's, 3. It's just Sorry we to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Weeby Sing Star Disney. That's all it is. Yeah. To where those things intersect. <laughs> that's That's what I've been playing anyway. I mean... Some highs, some lows. Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve, what have you been getting into? So I've been continuing with Hypnospace Outlaw. Not much else to report. I'm still absolutely in love with that game. And Did I you reached get a, mouse a point. And keyboard? No, I haven't got the mouse and keyboard yet, but I have played it on the TV. Works really well. This is the OS game, uh, isn't it? Where it's like an OS. Yeah, it's like an old so OS. I, sh- I watched the trade of this yesterday, and I was saying to Ella, Steve would love this. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> you really should play this. If you have any nostalgia for GeoCities or Angel Fire oh Pages or God. any of that shit from the 90s, you will love this work. game. But I've just passed into the year 2000, so I've had the 2000 update. And, like, I don't really want to spoil it, but everything's glitchy and it's oh, hilarious. This and, great. <laughs> and it's just fabulous. Oh, and I, bought, I da- had to download this, like, um, virtual pet, which reminded me of when I was younger... On like Windows ninety five, we had this um, this cat that would walk along the start bar and like poo on the desktop and stuff. And yeah. I've constantly got like virtual shit all over my desktop wow. now on, on Hypnospace. And you have that. to like feed it files and things, and <laughs> you have to like buy food for it. So it's it's uh, a bizarre game, but I re- will recommend this to everyone. It's a hundred percent on my going to be on my game of the year list at the end it's of the year. Quite cheap, isn't it? It's like- 11, 12 pounds, something like that. Yeah, it is at the moment. It's on sale, I think. Mm. Um, it's usually 15, 15 pounds, I think. I don't so know what that is. 17 dollars. Don't have, to, don't have to care about that, do I? <laughs> um, did you guys ever have Desktop Destroyer on your PCs in like the yes. late 90s, early 2000s? That yeah. When I started watching it, I was like, this really reminds me of like Desktop Destroyer. Like, get the termites out and the flamethrower. That was sick, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I've just been playing more Persona, mm, and as much shock. as I love Persona and would love to talk about it more, uh, I, we have so much Mario news, so we're just going to yeah. jump right into the news here. So, obviously, come on, the first the first <laughs> big, meaty Nintendo Direct, it feels like we've gotten in 
I don't know, maybe all of the year? Like, yeah. I'm sure 500 there days, maybe? Yeah, 500 was, days. There sure. was a mini in March that wasn't... Um, that felt more substantial at the time, but now I look back on it, it's like, nah, this is this is it. This is top tip. This is what we wanted. Mm. Yeah, but I, I saw a tweet earlier, and I don't know who it was buying, but I think you retweeted it, P, and it was like, uh, yeah, there's been absolutely no games this year, but you got Animal Crossing, which is like the best-selling game of all time, <laughs> Pikmin 3, and um, some DLC coming out, and then uh, all it takes is for them to re-release a game from like 20 years from 20 <laughs> years ago, and it's like suddenly Nintendo's great again. Nintendo's yeah. got a fire year! <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. It's I, But I mean, you and I have been saying that for weeks, so like at this point, I'm not trying to shit in anybody's cornflakes. Like, let's all just be excited, all right? I think everybody, everybody's pretty, like, granted, there's some elements to this that I'm sure some people are very mad about, and we're going to talk about. I'm extremely mad about it. some of it, I I've will say. I've prepped some cornflake droppings. I've prepped some. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but before, you know, that, let's just get into, you know, the main event here. So after, you know, months of, of being uh, one of the worst kept secrets in the industry, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is finally confirmed. It is an optimized uh, version of, you know, all three games that we knew were coming super mario 64 super mario sunshine and super mario galaxy uh they have higher resolutions uh than their original than their original versions and they're optimized for a quote smooth gameplay experience on nintendo switch i just want to take a moment though pete to to yeah. glow and feel vindicated that it's the exact thing i thought it was going to be and not mario 64 and like a mario odyssey like a remastered thing. i i did i did say it was possible I know. I didn't necessarily say that I was expecting it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You weren't wrong, but it wasn't like I like bet you on it. No, I know. We hundred percent should have. You could have been playing a game that I really like at this point. No, but I I wouldn't have bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet on the Switch Pro stuff because I feel confident. But <laughs> I remember the point of realizing. Well, you know, when we were told about this originally, in my head, it was like, oh yeah, cool. We're gonna have remasters. They're all gonna look really nice. And I think it was just a point when someone was talking about it, and I was like, oh no, these aren't going to be remasters. These are going to be straight up ports. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. be full price. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, I guess that's just what we have to live with. And there was no, like, I'm going to be really, you know, I'm going to be proven wrong. It was like, yeah, that's it. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I'm, well, actually, I- I'm actually pretty happy with the price. Uh, 50 quid for these three doesn't seem like a bad deal to me. And no. I can understand why some people would be disappointed because it is being priced as a full price game, and maybe these should be included as like part of Switch Online, like the other Mario no. Wars. I, I think that's included. totally. But so here, you know what? I'm going to jump into the mail pot and pull out some questions. So uh, this first one is uh, it's two questions in one basically. Um, this one comes from Ben S. Smith and Lily Cloud. And they said, uh, well, Ben said, what are your thoughts on Nintendo's thinking behind making Super Mario 3D All-Stars limited until March 2021? That's the other angle of the news that we haven't talked about. We're already getting into some of the debates of the worth and all that. So let's just get that one out in the open. That's also a thing. Both physically and digitally, it is a limited edition product. Uh, And then Lily says, what's your opinion on the 3D collection being $60 for you guys, you know, 50 quid or whatever, uh, and limited time? physically and digitally it's so weird like this typical nintendo monkey paw we're like hey here's this cool thing you want uh, but there's a catch and the catch is always just like something that just doesn't make any sense and this just doesn't make any sense right why so go on well I, i my thing is i think as a product 
I'm with Steve where I am happy with this collection. I think that asking $60 for these three games is not unreasonable because I think the idea of them being like free with Nintendo Switch online, I think that's like asking a lot. Yeah. You know, um, work went into optimizing these games to be, you know, ported to Nintendo Switch. And, you know, I paid $60 for a Wind Waker remaster with some new bells and whistles so like the fact that all three of these are on in one package for 60 bucks i don't think that's egregious because ultimately you're paying 20 dollars per copy of of for each of these games and i would i would say each of these games is worth 20 dollars i um i agree with you in that it it would be stupid or whoever's asking for them to uh be like free is 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 a mug but i do when you think when you compare it to like the competition or the sort of the the similar products and for me that'd be like the the Spyro Remastered Trilogy the Crash Remastered Trilogy those are both $40 uh, $40 they were $40 right sort of £35 yeah. and they were complete mm-hmm. ground up remakes um, the know, Tony Hawk uh, remasters yeah like that's that not the one yeah that's two games yeah 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 so yeah. these are like and they're all by Activision, aren't they? I mean, and Activision is considered greedy a lot right they're considered a greedy company but they come <laughs> out sure. with, they come out with these remaster collections that are completely from the ground up remake sorry from the ground up, remade, look completely different, add a bunch of bells and whistles, all three games, uh, they're all like, you know, they have parity with each other, they're all like uniform in look, and they are $40, and that's that. Whereas, I think Nintendo releasing essentially like, I mean, one of them's just a, an emulated sort of 720p port, the other two have like the enhancements that make them look a bit better on Switch, they're both running in 1080p, 60fps, uh, I think Galaxy right. is at 30, actually. I think. I think it's the reverse. I think oh. Sunshine is 30 and Galaxy right, is 60. Right, okay, yeah, where everyone is. Um, I just think that if they had worked to at least make them all, you know, comparable, and, and then it would have been worth more. But I think looking at... I mean, I'm going to get it because I'm an idiot. But looking at what other people are doing in a similar sort of space and similar idea, I do think Nintendo are pushing their luck a little bit. They, they know that Mario brand is, is worth... Is worth a lot to them. They know people are going to they're going to pay. It. They know people are going to go. Well, it's not ever going to come down in price, so I might as well get it. And even worse, to the fact where they're going, where well, it's never going to come down in price. But also, I'm not going to be able to buy it after six months. Yeah, so you only just, have this very so small I, window. I have to get it, or that you know, I have no other option. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, that's so, the thing that irks me the most about it is that I can understand doing a limited physical version. Mm-hmm. You want to make it more of a collectible, and and obviously that's had mass success with our, you know, our friends at Super Rare Games do it all the time and they've made a great business out of doing that. I can understand why they would want to do that. What I don't get is taking it offline, from uh, un- making it unavailable for sale at an arbitrary date in the future. Mm-hmm. It makes zero sense to me. It goes against everything that like video game archivism yep. stands for. And presumably that's what these collections were for. It's to bring these games to a whole new generation of people that missed out on them, that never got to experience them, that never had a, an N64 or a GameCube or a Wii. And by removing it from sale in six months, yeah, you capture all the super fans who need the games and want them there and then. And maybe you can make a quick buck before your financial mm-hmm. year ends so you can kind of pad out your wallets. But it removes these games and stops people from playing them, which to me just... I, I don't yeah. understand it, and it really sits wrong, sits badly with me. What this? So I, I think, I think, um, I wanted to pull on something you said there, where like the idea of it being an arbitrary date. I don't think it's arbitrary. I think it's totally based on the fact that that's the end of their financial quarter, right? Like, I think that it's clear to me anyway that 
you know, Nintendo, we've talked about this, they are already having a really good year. Um, and I think if they can drive a ton of revenue right now through the holiday season into, you know, the end of, of the financial quarter and, like, get, all, like you said, all of the super fans, but also, I think, all the new Switch users and anyone who, you know, gets wrapped up in the idea of, like, oh, this is a limited thing. Like, this is going to go away. I have to get it. Like, it worked for Amiibo. Like, it works. You know, it works. Original, it works. It worked for their mini consoles. Like, the original I, Super Mario 6 uh, All-Stars on the Wii, or the re-release on the Wii, was a limited thing. The boxed edition right. of it. Exactly. And I, I think the difference, right, is... And then the key difference is that now in the digital era, like, that that feels like a aggr- pretty aggressively, like, anti-consumer move, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'd agree with that. You know, like, I, I guess, ultimately, I'm, I'm not super upset about it because I'm going to get it and I was going to get it anyway. So, like, to me, the scarcity is kind of like a non-issue, but I, I understand why people are angry about it, and I do think it's shitty to do. I want to make yeah. that clear. Um, I'm just not, like, fired up about it, really, and I know a lot of people are, and I respect that. Um, but, but I do think... The to take it back to something you said before, Max, like to bring it up to the Activision example, I think that's a fair point, but I also think that all of those games are underpriced. Personally. Like I would pay yeah. sixty dollars for any one of those collections. Yeah, um, but I guess the point so is that they are. good on them for being cheaper. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like I guess and I guess that's the same thing, right? Is like I don't fault Nintendo in this example for not matching that rate with a competitor because yeah. they they feel like they don't need to and you know, I don't feel like this is an unfair price, mm-hmm. but I do think it's it's a fair point to say like, good on Activision because mm-hmm. they're delivering a really really high, like I think they're like the probably the example of how to do it right, right? Sure. Of like get these games remade from the ground up with like love at every stitch, and they sell like gangbusters even at a reduced yeah. pr- price, and maybe because they're at a reduced price, you know. But like to your point nobody like everyone will buy this mario collection right like you know there are celebrities who don't give a fuck about video games who are like tweeting about oh i'm gonna buy this can't wait you know it's so it's like what they're doing is it's it's totally profit motivated it's totally uh, a financial gambit it's totally a way to make a ton of money off of a bunch of old games that they put you know probably a medium amount of work into Hmm. porting over Right, so I think all those criticisms are totally fair, but that doesn't temper my excitement for it. Yeah, you know, like I, I want, I wanted this exact product, and I'm gonna get it. So like, yeah. I'm personally stoked about that. That regardless of the fact that like, I, I think what Nintendo's doing is predatory, and like, you know, especially given the like global financial situation right now where Mm -hmm. like you know at least in my country right like millions of people are unemployed and you know like this is kind of it feels exploitive you know like i get why people are 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 like i don't know i guess feel burned by that to me what the date highlights is so like like steve said you know that this has been released and that there are going to be people that want to archive the game and have this sort of celebration of, oh, I love these Mario games, I can finally have them on the Switch, I can have them to play whenever I want, or I can just collect them and stuff like that. It stops being a celebration like that when they say you have six months to buy it and that's it, we're cutting you off. People removing games from stores is, is shitty business practice. We, we see this all the time when a license runs out and they go, well, we'll just take it off the store 
when games disappear because people don't come to agreements, it's, it's sort of a punishment. They take it off the store. Um, and Nintendo has set a date already. They're taking this off the store, and it very much becomes because they've set that date. It very much becomes a thing of like, here's a product. You have to buy it now. You will buy it now. We're going to take it away. And then, then the celebration goes away for me. Then it's not like we love Mario. You love Mario. Here's all these Mario games you can play. We can't wait for you to play them. It's you have to buy them. <laughs> you have to buy them. Mm-hmm. There's no other choice. Yeah. And it's just I game. think, and and I guess like I'm torn with that because, I, and not to say that I disagree. Right? Like you're totally. Uh, Everyone's within the right to feel however they feel about about this kind of news or any kind of news. Um, but I guess for me, right, like, I love Nintendo, right? And I should say I love Nintendo's products. But I don't, I, like, at the end of the day, Nintendo's a company, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I root for them because I like their games and I like their hardware and I want to see them succeed. But at the end of the day, like, I don't expect them to do anything for me. Like, they've done so many overtly anti-consumer moves like through the, throughout the entire generation, you mm-hmm. know, and like historically, right? Like every company of their size does, you know, um, and it's the kind of thing where like I think everything you guys are laying out is is totally true, and and I agree with it. It's just, I guess, at the end of the day, like I'm getting the thing that I wanted out of it, so like I'm stoked for that. I can't wait to play the games, mm-hmm. regardless of the maybe like unsavory realities around its release because at the end of the day like it's it's video games mm. you know like it's a shitty thing for nintendo to do but it's not like they're i don't know you know what i mean like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it's not it's not like i found out they're like using child labor to make switches right <laughs> they like almost they're doing they're well. they're making you buy a game that all of us knew know we were gonna buy even yeah. if it wasn't in limited quantity, right? I think it also sort of sums up to me, like, I mean, you said something a second ago that made me think this, that it sums up to me a lot of what I've thought about Nintendo maybe for the past year, like, I mean, from, like, September, maybe the end of September until uh, last year, until now, that Nintendo's doing things that don't quite live up to their potential, you know? I mean, I I don't want to have this debate now, but I don't think Pokemon lived up to its potential. Um, I don't think that... Oh, Max, this is a main topic for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that... (laughs) Um, Animal Crossing quite adopted its potential. I mean, based on the way that we were all playing it, I'm saying though that so there's there's issues there. Um, I don't think Nintendo's quite capitalised on a lot of stuff. I feel like they've let things go a bit lax. Blah blah blah. blah. And I don't think this Mario game quite lives up to the potential that it could have done. They could have put a lot more work into it and asked sixty dollars, got a lot more people excited for it if it was a full remake. I think there are going to be some people that may be put off because it's not a remake. There are going to be a ton of people that still buy it. It's Mario. We know it's going to happen. Um, I just think that. They Nintendo because of, of how how we are and how Nintendo fans are, they'll just buy things. They'll buy these games because it's the games they want to play. However, if Nintendo put the effort in, it, we would have you know mm-hmm. it would have been more of a like a yeah let's buy this rather than like a yeah but we, they, we know they're gonna buy it. Anyway. But they don't care. That's oh, the exactly, thing, and that, exactly, that's the thing, exactly. right? Is like, and I guess that's the whole point I'm making, right? Is it doesn't make it not shitty, mm. but they don't care, and we they don't owe us to care because at the end of the day, they put less work into it. And we're still going to buy it for the same amount of yeah. money, right? So, like, yeah, I mean, it could have been $40. Returns. That would have been great. They could have remade 64 from the ground up, but that would have made this a lot less profitable. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I've been saying about how, like, I fully understand. You now, I look at Nintendo as, as a fan this year, and I go, yeah, okay, we got Animal Crossing and uh, Xenoblade, and that was really cool for me. But other than that, they haven't given us a lot. They haven't told us a lot, blah, 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 as a fan. Then you see the financial stats come out every quarter and you're like, I get it. I, I absolutely get it. Why would you go for all the effort to fight against something that you're clearly struggling with in, in the sort of pandemic-wise 
when you're still selling more than any other console in the market ever has right now you know yep. what's the what's the point of trying and i get that from like a person who understands Nintendo as a business and who tracks you know or pays attention to their business side of stuff but as a fan who likes playing nintendo games i'm like ah, this is a bit of a bummer yeah that's fair mm-hmm. see what were you trying to say i was saying it's just diminishing returns though you know you put all that effort in how much are you going to get back oh, out absolutely. of it you know, Absolutely. people were going to buy this anyway. We yeah. saw the leaks, and we kind of knew exactly what was coming. Even down to the fact that I think Galaxy Two should be in this, and it's not. But that was yeah. never part of the rumor, and we knew it really wasn't going to be in this. So, um, actually, that's going to pull out a question from the mailpot. So, why do you think Galaxy Two is not included? This comes from Lily. Uh, why do you think Galaxy Two was not included in the collection? Do you think it will be an unlock for one hundred percent for all the other games? <laughs> no. no, it it's definitely won't. <laughs> never <laughs> expect. I w- Copy and paste everything we just said. No, never expect a, any corporation to give you anything for free. It's not going to happen. This isn't GameCube, Nintendo. This isn't like finish Metro Prime 100% and get the original Metro game for free. This isn't that. No. I think um, we could easily see a second uh, 3D All-Stars, but I also think they'd already got Galaxy ported to the NVIDIA Shield, so yeah. it was already done. So it's, well, it's also the first game. There was like no work. Yeah, we're running. Yes, out it is the first game. game. I was, uh, I mean, it's a little bit iffy to me that you pay fifty quid full price for this, and then you got fifty quid full price for three D World, and I get the three D World's like a last generation game, or really like yeah, this generation. It's yeah. like mid generation. Last, last into the console, but it's still the same generation. Oh yeah, I'll die on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, and you pay 50 quid for this one. So in that in the case, I kind of see more value in this than 3D World, personally. But then 3D World's one I've never played, so I'm absolutely buying that on day one, too. 3D World also has new content in it, like a new section. Ho- hell, hold on, guys. So you can't sorry. just be jumping around, all right? You're trying to introduce <laughs> a main topic in the middle of the show. I, now I'm taking control back. You shut up, okay? <laughs> Ooh, I'm the host. My name's Pete. Yeah, I am the host, Max, and if you want to come back for your main topic next week, you'll behave. Sorry. Now. (laughs) All right, Dad. (laughs) Exactly. I'll turn this podcast around. Oh my god! So we we got a million questions. I'm gonna have to skip around some of these. I'm sorry if you wrote it and you didn't get your full answer. Like Doc, we touched on what if what we were expecting from the release and everything already. So thanks for writing in. Either way, we'll get some of your other questions later. Um, we got some questions about the actual games themselves. So let's get into those. Uh, this is another one from Lily, but Doc also kind of touched on this in his question. How do you think Mario Sunshine's hover will work on will work without analog triggers? I think it's going to be click and then let go a bit and then click again or click and press ZL or ZR at the same time. I I think it's going to be one of those two. I think that what was Z is now going to be select and then the um, Z... uh, Hang on. The front one, ZL. Z is going to be the like the light and then ZR will be a full press. So it won't be sort of like two ones at once. And then ZL. L and ZL, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be yeah. one's a half press, one's a. F- what did I say? Z- one's a half ZL. press and one's a full press. I don't know. You're confusing yeah. me. So if you want to do like the soft press that's not really all the way down, then you push L. L. And if you want, if you want it to be the full press, you press ZL. So instead yeah. of there being like a, oh, I'm pressing two buttons at once, or like using the stick or whatever, it's just. I could just see that, or it's you know you're holding it down and you just press A, and then yeah, it like yeah, yeah. jumps into the hover mode. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's fairly easy to get around because all it is is that just click. Yeah. It's that 
you know, you go all the way down and then click. The, I would say the analog stuff is bordering on gimmick, the stuff that was in the, the game. I know it's like, it was cool, but I don't think it's necessary. You, you always want to be at full blast anyway. If you don't want to be at full yeah. blast, it's because you're doing stupid stuff like trying to spell your name or do a little spin on the floor or some rubbish like that. Um, mm. Sorry to anyone that enjoys uh, the analog sticks or triggers, but yeah. Yeah, so it was funny. Uh, both Doc and Lily kind of touched on this idea of... Uh, Doc said, what if they include the Mario All-Stars as a bundle with the new Switch, and the new Switch has uh, analog triggers or similar? Oh, and weird I, I can't see it, because we think the new Switch is March 2021, and they're not making this in March 2021. Yeah, so but nope, I don't think so, Doc. No. <laughs> I, I think this can easily be this year's pack-in for the Black Friday deal. Last year it was uh, Mario Kart yeah. 8 Deluxe, and I could easily see them just chucking this in with the with the pack in oh, put download man. code in there and with it's the now the Mario All Stars bundle yeah with a date on it as well mm-hmm. wow yeah that's, that's, that'd be cool yeah to know I'm a bit worried about how powerful Nintendo is right now <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, this will be the last question about about the 3D World collection and um, this is like a nice question that we got another one from Ben uh, who said can you remember where you were. Or, and who you were with at the at the time in your life when you were playing each of these games uh, on the collection for the first time? Any mm-hmm. particularly fond memories of playing any of the three games? My first one for Mario 64 is a strange place. It was in a hospital waiting room when I was going for like an uh, outpatient appointment. And I was like seven. I don't even know why I was in the hospital for. But uh, they had this, like, um, it was, like, donated to the hospital in the corner, and it had Mario 64 on it, and I remember just running around Peach's Castle, and I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> and jumped in a painting, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So I distinctly remember that in the hospital, and I can remember, like, where it is, and it was this blue TV thing with, like, a yellow screen around it, and it had a control, oh, it like... Oh, together? Like, yeah, like, funneled... Yeah, and it was, yeah. like, funneled oh, okay, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I remember that. My first experience with 64 was on the DS. I didn't own an N64. Um, I owned a GameCube after I owned a DS. So I got the DS and it came with it as a launch title. Um, yeah. And it's, it still costs exactly as much as it did back then now to buy that game. Um, but that was my first experience of it was on the D-pad with all the four characters. Um, so I actually uh, partially think I'm going to hate this, uh, <laughs> playing the original again, without having Yoshi to like really you know, help me out. <laughs> Make it easy. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, you know, um, so this will be your first time actually playing the original, playing like, the original properly? Mario 64. I think I played That's I touched cool. on it on the Wii, but I never really played it. Um, Sunshine, I oh, know you've drawn, but you do your 64 first. For 64, I think I played it before this at a friend's house or something, but my first significant memory of it is when I got my N64, and I remember my grandmother was staying with us during Christmas, and she was like, came into my room while I was playing it, and was just like, oh, what are you doing? And like, sat down and like, watched me play Mario 64, and I just like, was explaining like, the first two or three levels to her. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a nice memory. Um... I don't. I, Sunshine was also a Christmas thing, but I don't have like a distinct memory of it. But I do have another one for for Galaxy, which was I missed it at launch, um, but I went over to my best friend's house in the summer of like the year it came out. So we must have been I don't know thirteen or fourteen years old or something like that. And um, like I remember, we just spent like that whole summer like playing that game and beating it. And then like he let me borrow it, and then like because we were like trading off playing at his place, and then he let me borrow it when he was finished with it, and then I played it again, <laughs> um, and it was just such a blast. Good summer. 
Sunshine, I think, yeah, it was one of the first GameCube games I got. I got GameCube quite late, I think. Um, and I was like, oh, I remember I had this on the DS. And I remember really loving it. And now I look back and people go like, Sunshine was trash. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Sunshine was no, really I good. really like Sunshine. I really enjoyed Sunshine. It was like, like one of my fondest, like... When I think of a 3D Mario, like, well, the best one, I think of Sunshine. Because um, I didn't play Galaxy. I think, I th- see, it's funny. Like, I think I would easily say it's it's probably the worst of the three, but I still love it. Mm. I have a real soft spot for it. Sunshine, for me, was um, my brother got a GameCube for Christmas one year, and he had like some of the best games on it. So he, it, it must have been a while after the GameCube had been out, but he really wanted a GameCube. He got with it, and I have no idea how my parents got this deal. A GameCube player... Pikmin, uh, Luigi's Mansion, and Mario Sunshine. So he had like all what the best selection. things in like one go. And so you mean the Game Boy player? Yeah, yeah, the Game Boy wow. player. Nice. So that thing was so cool. Mm. It is awesome. Yeah. The, if you lose the disc to that thing, you're screwed. Though yep. don't lose the disc to Which the Game Boy player. Which is like the player. dumbest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should Physically connects to the GameCube. Like, why do you need a disc <laughs> for it? We used to have a family around the corner that had, um, you know, massive satellite dish, solar panels on the roof. Um, but they used to invite me and my brother around to play Smash Brothers, and that's why they had a GameCube years provided. So I was playing Melee and getting, like, dominating at Melee before I even had a GameCube. Um, and they had the Game Boy player, and they had the screen, they had everything. Like, you saw so oh, the down screen. With the, with the I never screen. saw one of those in real life. Oh, man, it was amazing. It was like, it was like entering a. a just a fun fair, and then they got new carpets, and I trod on the carpet with mud, and I never went round again. Never invited me back round. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Sad memory of that it was eleven. <laughs> and Galaxy, um, I distinctly remember it was it was one of the games that I actually really enjoyed on the Wii. I was never really massively into the Wii. It was during that period of my life where I was like, yeah, I'm going to get big into Call of Duty and all that. Oh shit. man, and one uh, of those people. Yeah, yeah, then I realised those games are trash and promote war and we shouldn't <laughs> well, play them. Steve was a bro shooter guy. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, like yeah. doubling down on masculinity or something. Uh, yeah, I was probably trying to be straight or something. Yeah, I love Call of Duty. Give me cod beer and boobs. That was that was you at full set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, I guess we'll move along to the second piece of news in this direct 48 minutes of this podcast or whatever. You cut out the... Did you move it or did you cut out, like, the story I was really excited about talking about? No, 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 I moved it. I moved it. Don't worry. We just already brought this next piece of news up, so I'm adjusting. Don't worry. Uh, So next up, we already touched on this one. We're getting a port of Super Mario 3D World uh, with some new content called Bowser's Furry. Sorry, it's Fury. Um, But it's trending. (laughs) Right now, and everybody's Bowser, put him in the cat suit. Oh, no. Well, Bowser so was that again. Pokemon um, Masters. Pokemon Masters Master yeah. Sex? Yeah, it was oh, great. God. God, man. Social media. Who, <laughs> Seems, ha- like, it's, how many people too. looked at this and no one said anything? Okay. Oh. Uh, so some of, the, some of the new details that we know are that it's going to have um, online co-op gameplay, which is tight, as well as local multiplayer, of course. Uh, and that we're going to be getting new details about it uh, at a later date. And then we know that it's going to be coming out on February 12th, 2021. And that there are going to be new Amiibo figures, uh, Cat Mario and Cat Peach, that'll come out alongside the game as well. Yeah, they look cool. And yeah. We were quickly watching a video, John Cartwright, at, well, currently of Game Explain, but soon moving on to something new, 
uh, posted a video over on YouTube. He's compared the trailer already to gameplay of the same sections on the Wii U, and it runs significantly smoother, significantly faster. If you look at the Wii U version, it looks like it's you're like walking through honey compared to this version. So I'm I'm excited that I'm going to be playing this game for the first time. Me too. In the best way possible. Corrected with yeah. all this new content too, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we actually got some questions about this one too. This first one comes from uh, Olaf, who asked. Uh, over from the Discord, who said, in the new 3D World uh, part for the Switch version, the Bowser's Fury part, the level is structured so much different than the other levels. Do you think that this will be some uh, will still be part of just one level, or do you think the Bowser's Fury part is something more in terms of like Mario Odyssey, where there's like one hub and you can freely explore and find the levels? Yeah, I have seen this theory that that it's quite an open bit and it's going to be sort of yeah Mario Odyssey inspired, which will be quite interesting. Um, cause yeah, because the, the original when, when I look at gameplay of, of 3D world, what's this world? I don't, it's never appealed to me because of the, it does look quite sort of linear and it's all sort of isometric and it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me in the same way that Odyssey does where it's all free and stuff like that. However, this extra little bit where it looks like it's going to be that, yeah, maybe that would be worth jumping into. Maybe it like bridges the gap for Odyssey fans to want to get into to Super Mario 3D world. It could definitely be an interesting, yeah, solution. Mm. I, I could see it kind of going either way. Like it could just be... Like a hub world that takes you to other levels that are more, you know, like linear, like we would come to expect. And it's just a, kind of a second map because it's like a, a 0.5, you know, part of the game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be something that is is more akin to what some people are uh, are throwing out there, which is definitely interesting to me. Either way, I'm, I'm really excited for this one because, like Steve, I never got around to this on the Wii U. Yeah. Because uh, I was poor. Out, so, <laughs> so I, I had a Wii U and I had a job when it came out. I was just like, nah, you're all right. Looks like they just. That turned. was the thing. I had a Wii U, but I was like, I have sixty dollars. Do I want this or do I want a new game on my like PS4 or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went with whatever the PS4 game was. I guess this just seemed a lot closer to me to like a new Super Mario Brothers game than it did to a, a Sunshine Galaxy. You know, the kind of games that I knew I liked of Mario, yeah. despite only having played one of them. <laughs> it's I funny because game I liked. I, I had that impression too, and I'd already gotten New Super Mario Bros. for Wii U or whatever, and mm-hmm. I liked that game quite mm-hmm. a bit, but I just I really didn't want another one of those. Yeah. But I, what I didn't realize at the time was that it's more like 3D World on the 3DS, which is a game I absolutely adore. So I'm I'm really excited. That was 3D Land, wasn't it? So I had I used 3D, to have a yeah theory. yeah 3D Land. Sorry, I used to have a theory that it was going to be 3D Land on the 3DS, uh, 3D World on the the Wii U, and I was like. Well, they're, obviously they're going to do 3D Galaxy next, and it's going to be like a like a Galaxy Three situation. That's obviously the next step, and then it just never happened. We've got Odyssey instead, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, Odyssey is, is fantastic. Mamma mia! Uh, Lily brought up another um, usability question here. Where in Mario 3D World there are levels that require you to blow into the microphone. The Switch does not have a microphone. What now? How will they fix it? Uh, the little Labo spinny thing where it reads the um, where it, you know the little fan that you blow into it and it goes. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> we we know from last week's episode where I predicted that the Switch Pro is going to have a microphone. That just solves that, that was problem straight away. So, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Steve. So for that ambitious. for that level, you just you just buy the Switch Pro, and it has you know you can only play on Switch. <laughs> that could be that could be the one. That could be the or, one. The or Switch they could Pro do that exactly weird ass. This has a microphone on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember though, like that weird ass um, GameCube microphone thing they did? Yeah. And I had it, and it was like only used in Mario Party Seven, I think. And it had this. It was some stupid long thin thing. It plugged into. Um, 
the memory card two port, yeah. and you like held the button down. Maybe they could My do God. something like that that like plugs into the microphone or whatever. Do you remember um, on the DS, the, the Guitar Hero on DS? Uh, yeah, that was amazing. You yeah. say you said rock on, but you could just blow into the microphone. However, my aunt didn't realize you could just blow into the microphone. So, like one, at Christmas, she's playing on the sofa in the other room, and I keep hearing rock on from the other room. That's fantastic. That's great. All right. So the next piece of news was Super Mario Bros. Thirty Five, which is a battle royale game where there's uh, you're basically playing the original. Super Mario Brothers uh, with 35 players and when you defeat enemies um, they get sent to other players' screens kind of similar to like Tetris 99 um, but then there's also like special items that you can activate some of which are like familiar some of which seem to be different um, that'll also kind of like influence how you're getting through the levels and stuff like that and it's basically you have to complete the level while getting through all these hazards I guess to be the last Mario standing um, the the fucking so audacity this- of Nintendo to release this after taking down Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale last year, after taking down well, that guy's work. That's probably why they yeah, did it, though, right? Yeah, like, I mean, but that's just yeah. Like, they um, obviously had this so in the works, though. It's, it's developed yeah. by the same team that did develop Tetris Ninety Nine, which is why it seems very, very similar. Mm. But. Uh, I'm going to suck at this game. I'm not going to play this game. But it's another oh. one of those weird ones and that's restricted till March 31st and then it disappears forever. So, again, I, and I wanted to wait to pull on this thread again until we got to the Super Mario Bros. 35 thing, which was originally going to be the next thing I brought up. But y'all just had to bring up, uh, you know, other games in different orders. So, you know, it's, it's fine. I made some adjustments. I blame Max. When I'm not just when it's just me, it just runs perfectly smooth. It just, you know, yeah. You and me, the dynamic duo, <laughs> yeah. though. All of a sudden, we got Batgirl over here, and she's messing up our flow. It's Bat fine. Batgirl. Um, wow. That's that a compliment. Ba- that makes me Batman, right? Because you're definitely Robin. No, you're Bat. You're Robin. <laughs> I'm the host. What, are you kidding me? I don't even get to be Batman. <laughs> why, why am I, I Batgirl? Why, can't why, I why, it, why would I would rather be background. You don't even read comics. I'm not getting into this right now. Why can't I Listen. be like one of the Robins? Why can't I be Red Hood? You're. You know what? You just got demoted to Alfred. All right. Oh, I'll take Alfred. That's cool, man. Alfred. Actually, Alfred Monster wouldn't mess up our flow, though. Actually, so you, I can't even. Never mind. You know what? This is Monster this is a tw- it's a terrible analogy, and I regret all of it because it's only extended the problem. I love so, you, Master Wayne. I love you. To take it back. Uh, this was from from Ben earlier. He said, "Do you think Nintendo will release these games separately digitally on the eShop at a later date in regard to the All Star trilogy?" And I do no. believe that. No, I, I do. don't. I do. And I, or at least I believe that there's a good chance of that. And I think the same is true of the Super Mario Bros. 35 thing. I don't. I don't see why you would pay money to develop a free game and put it out and then take it away. Like that's just sunk cost. You know, and like maybe there's more credence to the idea that they wouldn't eventually put the other Mario games on the eShop because they want it to be this limited thing and be able to do that, you know, Disney Vault effect. But for this game, it doesn't make any sense. When's it releasing? You know, like there has to be a motivation. For When's it, it releasing, Pete? <sighs> That's October the question. 1st. Huh? What's that? October first. Oh, when does people's you- when do people's uh, subscriptions lapse, Pete? When people's year of Switch Online laps, Pete. What what are they not what question. are they not adding this year, Pete? An entire new section of games. There's this one game's getting yeah. subscribed for an entire year, and then they take it away. And then you have exactly what you paid for last year. 
Hey, yeah. you get Mario All-Stars over on the SNES, That's cool. too. So that dropped, that dropped today. There we go. Check. That yeah, we talked about it. There we go. I'm very excited. Check. On NES. Like, you can play those games on the NES. These are just like a different version of the same games, right? Correct me if I'm yes. wrong. No, no, you're right. It's So the, the Super Mario All-Stars collection is just uh, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3 redone in 16-bit. It was like the original. Yeah. Next gen remastered collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, they, they actually put the effort in to make it look current gen at the time as well. See, the, yeah. what's, look what's happened to Nintendo, man. <laughs> hey, Galaxy, I've seen Digital Foundry's review of it on the Nvidia Shield, and it looks they put in one. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I have no issue with that. I so I really that. cannot wait. But a 720p emulation of 64 again, Steve, again. So yeah. to take it back to, to 35, you yeah. really think this is just going to be a limited thing and it'll be gone? Yes. Yeah, I think because so. because like, they're not going to release it as a digital game again. Like, why would they make the whole thing of it's going to disappear and it's going to be playable? To Max's point, so that you renew your Nintendo Switch online, well, they're just going to bring you... it back again next September. That seems like a dick move. I could see this well, easily. That's being the thing, replaced. though. I think I think they would do that. I can't no, imagine I, that they're going to just I keep can it see, for. I can see this just being a cyclical thing. Next year's 35 years of Zelda, and I could see them just replacing this with Zelda 35, and and you play the original Zelda with 35 other people. <gasps> maybe they, maybe maybe when they do that, that'd be cool. Maybe yeah, when maybe, they do maybe. that, they release this for sale. But why would they release it for sale? They never released Tetris 99 for sale. Who's you can buy the big block well. DLC, but you can but, buy the online game. Yeah, but game. that's the thing. That game is a still available, and they did release DLC that let you pay for it. So maybe this is a play for you to renew your Nintendo Switch online for a certain amount of time, and then they eventually make you pay for it again. I mean, maybe. if they add some offline features, then fine, but I don't want to pay for a game that was free for a while that ultimately should stay free like Tetris 99 has, and it should be just an incentive for me to pay for Switch online. Maybe like, I, I agree with you. Subscriptions. I just I can't imagine that this is a thing that's only going to exist for six months. That doesn't make sense to me. The only way and it like, makes sense to me is that this all gets replaced with Zelda, and that in March we get a Zelda, you know, All Stars, and we get a Zelda Thirty Five. Because I could easily see that happening. But even so, like, why would you go through the effort of spending money for this team to develop this game that you're not going to make any money on? Probably Who knows? But why did they only make like a hundred NES classics when they could have been selling? They a didn't though. Of them. They sold tons of those. Like they, they were they were limited them. in supply, yeah. but they yeah. they sold as many of them as they wanted to. I think that it uh, it could be down to the fact that they know that this specific one doesn't have legs. They don't have plans for it. Like because Tetris 99, they're probably like, okay, we can do this in the future and this and this. Whereas this is probably like, we can see this having a short shelf life. We're not going. I can't be bothered to develop. Mario Brothers 2 version of this can you and they were like nah looking at each other like nah you're alright so they were like why don't we just you know release it for now get all of our money and then stop supporting it and everyone can go wow do you remember that time we played that really like amazing original idea um, they could easily do it like you know just put different skins on it oh yeah they could do they want it will they, will they, will they is it worth it I, the thing is I think to do so I mean I don't know I think I think uh, a, a point to maybe be made is you know Steve you just made the what was you just brought up another another comparison of a thing that was limited like this? You just gave an example. Did I? Yeah. I um, don't remember. Oh, crap! I'm spacing on it, but <laughs> Dude, it doesn't did. it doesn't matter. Of he did. He just gave one, but I think um, to the oh, it was the the classics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the example of the classics and to the example of Amiibo, which is another product that they released 
with yeah, artificial scarcity. Like, well, let yeah, me make my point. Them. Yeah, they reprint them. So why wouldn't they re-release this game again at some point? I think that's the thing is my point is I don't think it'll go away forever. No, yeah, I don't I think really it's don't. going away forever, but I don't think it's going to be something you can play forever. I don't think you'll be able to buy it, but I can see this just being a cyclical game. Oh, it can see, you know, you chuck Zelda on it, you chuck Metroid on it, you you then bring it back to Mario, but it's not the original Mario, it's, you know, Mario World. I think if they do that, do eventually they'll just sell it to you, though, in a collection. Yeah, fine. Like I'm fine to do that. And, and, and they, they could easily it. do... They could easily do the same thing they do with um, Tetris 99, where they have the tournaments and you can unlock the skin, and you can just keep it then forever if you want to. Yeah. I There's a bunch of stuff they could do with it. No, don't worry. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder why they chose 35. Because like, mm. 40 is a little while away, and they want to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it'll it'll be interesting. Um, I, I I'm very I'm very excited to play it because it definitely seems like my jam. But I'm also very very interested to see what the long term play is yeah. there and like why they're making this decision. Because I don't think that they're making these decisions for no reason. And I think with the All Stars example, it's pretty clear why they're doing it. For this, I think what Max is throwing out in terms of like getting people to renew makes sense. But like. It still seems like a weird move to me. It, for the record, I couldn't give a single solitary speck of weightless invisible shit about this. Um, it just doesn't seem like my thing at all. I didn't like Treacherous Yeah, you don't like much. 2D Mario. Well, yeah, yeah. But no, I don't like 2D Mario There's a proposed development to it that, that might be interesting. Just can't be asked, you know. I'm very, very excited. I don't think there I'm is a massive it. competitive element to it like Tetris. Like Tetris, there's a lot of skill involved. Well, yeah. well, yeah, that's probably why I don't see. I don't see this having the same shelf life. I don't see people being like, oh, I can play Tetris for hours and hours and hours. I already do." Yeah, but if you're Get playing your the same two in. levels of Mario all the time, trying to compete to be the number one, and you go, "Oh, I'm just going to start Mario again," um, and it's not even like you can learn the levels, which is what it was originally, because there's going to be random enemies showing up at different places. Hmm. Yeah, but still, I think that's what makes it dynamic, right? Yeah, like is that it's a different experience every time. You know, I I think I think it could easily have the same amount of legs if they. Then again, I remember having the same conversation when Tetris 99 came out that I I thought it was a totally bonkers idea, and then I played it yeah. and I absolutely fell in love with it. So right, I, I I'll try anything that these guys chuck at me, chuck my way if it's free. I definitely think that this I think this is going to be a lot more fun yeah. than people think. Uh, we already touched on the All Stars announcement. That's really tight. Uh, it's out today, so check it out. Um, and then uh, we also got the announcement of Mario Kart Live Home oh, Circuit, which is very interesting. Uh, so this is it's a toy, it's a physical Mario Kart you know toy that connects to your Switch, and it's its own you know Mario Kart style game. Uh, it's coming out on October sixteenth. It's going to be a hundred dollars. There's a Mario set and a Luigi set, uh, and you get basically you get a bunch of these different um, gates. That you can set and make make your own custom tracks, and it makes a track based on however you set these things at random. There are computer players, but you can also do it, you know, multiplayer if other people have their own copy and their own cart. Um, yeah. So, what did you? We got a question here from the mailpot. This one comes from Navalis. What do you guys think of the Mario Kart Live game? Are you going to try it out? Uh, I want it. I'm already like planning on clearing out my garage a little bit more and <laughs> having a set in in there. It, it I think it's going to be incredible. Um, the You'll price, have to make a video about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the price is the thing that's going to put me off because I would want two of these, and that's yeah. 200 quid I'm dropping on some I RC cars. I think it's such a niche product. 
Like, like I don't think it's out. a niche you know, product. Like you say, like you're clearing out your garage. Um, yeah. To make room. For you got to remember, has... like houses in other countries, such as America, are larger than that's they are true. Here. That is true. I think it's, I think my it's thing is incredible. My thing with it is, I think if I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would be all over this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I would absolutely want this. But for me as an adult, I'm interested in it. I'm not. I'm gonna blow one to two hundred dollars on it to play with it once or twice and make a video about it. You think it's gonna be one mm-hmm. to two hundred dollars? That's cute. It is. It's a hundred dollars. Well, it is. Actually, it's actually. I just said, yeah. Really cheap. The, the I, re- was like, I didn't realize we had a price. No, it's no, ninety nine dollars, ninety nine ninety nine a set. Insane. That's insane. How good this is! I'm so into this. Okay, yeah, well, I'm. I'm, I'm into it. I just, I don't. I won't buy it just because I know I don't have two hundred dollars yeah. to blow on it. Let alone in a year where I'm, I plan to buy next gen consoles. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I just don't have three, the budget. You got three to, to coming up. Yeah, you got PS Five, Xbox Series X, and uh, Nintendo Switch Pro. That's well, the Switch Pro is like at least a, like that's like a whole financial quarter later. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'll be fine for that. <laughs> but <laughs> the rest of this, them. yeah. Yeah, well, no, but you know, you only get so many toy budgets. Yeah, that's true. And it's right around, you know, it's right around Christmas. And yeah. It's like I gotta buy stuff for other people. You, you better know, stay too I, far away to ask for it as like a birthday present. It's like I'm very, I, I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a cool product. I just don't, I don't see myself engaging with it. You know, Pete, this is a rare. I'm gonna eat my humble pie. I take back my uh, my laugh at your cost of a hundred dollars. But the fact that the price is a hundred dollars, ninety nine dollars, makes this even more insane. Like just how like the value. I mean, obviously, it's probably not gonna have the legs of like actual Mario Kart. But the value and just the cool potential of something like this is just amazing. Imagine, yeah, like what you can do. And the fact that it's got like a full camera on it, and it actually like mm-hmm. the cars slow down when items hit them. You get the boost. Yeah. I really wanted to see if it actually span out when they hit the banana though. No, like, it doesn't, really it doesn't spin, it. it just stops. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It would have been yeah. so cool if it like just did a 360 and then carried on. Yeah. I look at this and I'm like, what if Scalectrics isn't shit? This is what you get. You get like a cool, like, you know, maybe even. You should just... check out Anki Overdrive as well if you're into this kind of thing because that's really cool as well. It's, it's the kind of thing that makes me like desperately wish that I had children in my mm, life. Yeah. You know, like, I like when my cousin had, like, she has kids, but they're teenagers now. So it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to give you money. Like, mm. you know. I'm not buying them toys anymore. Like, I would have absolutely bought this for them and been like, let's go, gang. Christmas Day. We're playing this shit for six hours, and that'll be my whole experience with it. I like the only reason you can picture yourself and Sarah having kids is so you can buy yourself toys, but actually not feel guilty about it. No, no. It's not the only reason I want to have kids with Sarah, but it's 100% one of the things I am most excited about with having kids is like, oh, we got to get them this Lego set. Yeah. This is dope. You know? <laughs> my, my boss is really great. into he's, he's got a seven-year-old. He's really into Mario really into the Switch, so I gave him my um, Labo VR uh, gum nice. set, um, and I gave him I, I gave him some stuff, and I told him about all of the Mario remasters, and he was like, yeah, 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 that sounds fine. Then I showed him the Mario Kart Live, and he was like, this is incredible. I was like, I oh, know this is yeah. amazing. Like, how the fuck does this work? And I have like, <laughs> so cameras, but it's just cool. It's just so cool. This is like, yeah, this I is looked- like the best announcement of the entire event for me. I looked up a uh, Velen or Val Velan. Whatever Belong. studios, who's the the team that worked on it, and uh, it seems like this is like their first game actually. But they've got like some, they've gotten like a ton of seed money and like have some real big like ex, um, you know, like major studio talent behind them and everything. So there's, it's uh, pretty interesting. It's good to see, see them putting in good work. 
Yeah, yeah. This seems really cool. I hope I hope it hits. Um, it's definitely a niche product, but it seems like a really cool one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of niche products that I'll actually buy, uh, they had the Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. edition, which is uh, it's a new like limited edition collectible uh, console from Nintendo. Uh, it's based on the OG Game & Watch systems mm-hmm. from the 80s. Um, and it's this one plays Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers The Lost Levels, uh, which is Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. And then it's also got uh, a special version of Ball, which is an actual Game & Watch game with like, a Mario makeover. And then uh, it's if you've ever played Smash, when you know uh, Game & Watch does the ball juggling, that's the game it's mm-hmm. based on. And then uh, it also has a clock, which was a function of the original Game & Watch. Uh, that's with, like, the watch bit, isn't it? That's the watch section yeah. of Game & Watch. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like 35 little uh, like Easter eggs you can find in the clock. That, or whatever. that seems That's like. so good. Have you guys played Near Automata? No. no. That game has 26 endings. It actually has four endings and then 26. See, I genuinely have no time for any of that. 26 yeah. endings. Well, no, so there's ridiculous. only like three actual endings, and the other ones are like, oh, you failed in this specific way. That's an ending. You get kicked out. Yeah, the I, I'm like never going to go back ever and replay the game once to get the good ending in anything. <laughs> I'm never going to do it. You did it with Undertale times. <laughs> Missing out, man. Um, but uh, yeah, like, so, it reminds you of that way. Like it says 35 different features. Once you get past the top 10 features, it's like oh, I guess that's a feature now. They have to hit 35, <laughs> so we're just like oh, maybe the back has an M hidden somewhere, and the M stands for Mario. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I I just wish it was more Game and Watchy, you know what I mean? Like these I, games I never played on Game and Watch. I think I think the thing is that like this is obviously going to sell more than one yeah, of those. I get and that. I be- but imagine if this was in the shape of a Game Boy. You'd tell me that wouldn't sell more. Game and Watch, man. Yeah, but that wouldn't make sense either, though. Because it's not thirty-five years old. Yeah. yeah, but I think the thing is, this is like a pretty like I think low-key like game interesting boy way. On its way yeah yeah well not even necessarily to say that the game boy is on its way but to introduce the idea of game and watch to a new generation with mario and be like oh like what's the temperature on this can we sell more of these I and then them. maybe we do get a game boy i love this i'm definitely gonna buy this I, I and I, one, I would get a million of them I, I want one with chef on and if i can get one with chef on i'll be very very happy because i absolutely yeah. love the game and watch chef <laughs> so this one is uh november 13th and it's coming out for fifty bucks. Pre-orders are not live yet, but I am. I'm keeping an eye out. You're getting so. this? Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I didn't think you would. I d- you didn't get either of the small consoles, did you? Yeah, I did. I have both of them. Oh, you got both of them. Oh, I have I, the I PlayStation one too. Yeah, I've got the PlayStation Mini. I, I think I'm best re- friends, but you're not the best I, friends at all. <laughs> I need to get. The, I need to hack the hell out of that PlayStation Mini and put. It's Google really easy it, to do. Apparently, I yeah. haven't yet either. But Symphony I really want to do that and the get the whole library on there. Symphony of the Night. Finally playing yeah. Yeah. My, no, my TV. Playing no no uh, Castlevania game. You should. I, um, I probably should. Tell me how good it is. Never played it. All right, so then there's like uh, there's a bunch of other little odds and ends, like events and products and stuff that they announced. We're not going to go through all that because we have some more questions we want to get into. Um, but there were just there were just a few that I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, so there is one right now where uh, with your My Nintendo account, you can go do some Mario related missions uh, and earn yourself a uh, a free pin set, which is hype. You know I love those enamel pins, so mm. I'm definitely going to do this. Uh, do you know what the, the missions thing- are? Like, what do they involve? 
Uh, I looked them up earlier. Like, there's like a quiz that you have to take. One so of them not is like buying. download Super Mario Run and do this and do oh, that. No, okay. one one of them is to download Mario Kart Tour, but you don't have to do all of them. I think you only have to do seven of eight or something like that. However many there are. Um, but then uh, one of them is also buying the Super Mario uh, All Stars 3D collection. So I think if you are buying that, you don't have to download Mario Tour. You don't have to do one of these other things. So. One uh, it's, it's, put, it's pretty easy to do. Only one of them requires you to actually buy a product. One of them is to put the 16 uh, long-digit card number, uh, the, the expiry date and the three digits on the back into my Nintendo, and they just send you things. It's crazy how... Uh, how I'd be fun. really happy <laughs> to just buy this, yeah. Uh, but then there's also some Splatoon 2 co- uh, content coming. There's a Super Mario-themed Splatfest, which is coming in jo- uh, January 2021. Seriously, I, some- I really don't get it. Like, we had the ultimate final... <laughs> This is the third one. This is the third one they've now done. They've just forgotten that they said we were not yeah. doing it anymore. And, and this one's like, brand new. Like, I know, it's, it's bra- ridiculous. And this is the first one they're doing a keyring for. Imagine like if you've got like the, the ketchup versus mayo keyring. Yeah. Keyring. So or if you've got you remember yeah, the other cool keyrings they could have done, like they could have made Splatfest like an actual like turf war thing where you and your would have been amazing. Keyrings you want. Or even yeah. if you win the yeah. free Nintendo kind of thing. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, so there is going to be, like Max just said, there's some keychains that you can get as a My Nintendo reward. And then there's also uh, Splatfet, like the physical, a physical version of the in-game t-shirts for the Mario Splatfest, uh, which are actually available for purchase online right now. Are they in adult sizes? Because the last time they did like kids ones and that was it. And I was heartbroken. I think it is in adult sizes this Thank time. Thank God. I'm pretty sure DJ bought it. I was talking to him about it earlier. Oh yeah, yeah really DJ's buying all of this. Like. I, I, you know, I, I wish he would, he needs to come on the show one week and just tell us how how much he's spent on this Mario stuff. It's gonna be insane. You don't get to break away from the crew, the crew, and then like come back and oh, enjoy DJ's this. always welcome here. He's always welcome. You guys are soft, man. Yeah, damn straight. Okay, so next up, uh, there's also coming March of next year at the end of Mario season. Uh, Super Mario themed furniture is going to be coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is tight. It's yeah. tight, but that wasn't like just in the old games, like all the Mario furniture, all the Metroid furniture. Yeah, it was, and whatever. I don't want to talk about that right now. That's not what we're here to debate. We already, I already <laughs> told you we're going to do a main topic where we debate your opinions about all these games, and we can do it next week. But right now, we got to talk about Mario. So yeah, we're going to jump back, back into week. the mail pot. Because seriously, there's going to be nothing next week now. Yeah, we're, we're back to nothing next week. So if you want to yeah. monopolize the entire episode next week, you're welcome to it. But I got a few Finally. more questions to get through. So let's get through them. Yeah, my own podcast. So this next one comes from Left Eye Lazy from the Discord, who says, What are our chances of getting DK64 on the eShop now? <laughs> Slim to none. Right Zero. Now, Slim to none. Thanks, Microsoft. Uh, uh, so then we've got a couple from Asobi. Uh, Mario with or without nipples? With. With. Yeah, yeah definitely with. That's what, well, the, that's what the nub on the 3DS no, was. No, it? no, it's just a, it's just, this is a family show, okay? Oh. I might say fuck all the time, but this is a family show. Well, I thought okay, the nub on the next, 3DS was Mario's nipples. Best and worst 2D Mario game, and then best and worst 3D Mario game. There is no best 2D Mario game, and the worst... Shut up, Max. Game. What's your answer, Steve? <laughs> uh, Super Mario World. I Agreed. Loved, I had that on the Game Boy. Never had it on the SNES because I never had one. You had it on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, Game Boy Advance, yeah. yeah. And worst, I don't know, new Super Mario Brothers. I had that on the Wii. I didn't particularly like it. Super Mario Land. You're wrong. It's Super Mario Land. 
on the Game Boy. Super Mario. I hate I hate Max's opinions. Max Max's Max. Don't just stop talking before I don't let you have your whole episode next week, okay? I don't want to have to like take that away from you because I'm really trying to squash the beef, and I feel like you're just digging it up. So. I'm going to say best is Super Mario World. I don't have a worst in mind, and I don't want to waste time thinking about it. For Howard. 3D. Sorry, my cat Hugo just knocked some stuff over. Uh, for 3D, I'm going to say the best is... It might just be a recency bias, but I really think Odyssey is my Yeah, favorite. I think Odyssey it's Odyssey the best. too. Yeah, Odyssey um, is the best. And I think the worst is Sunshine. Don't say But I think sunshine. saying that something is... What's that? No, it's not Sunshine. I think the worst is 64. Yeah, I do too. Mm. I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, I, I. You can make a case that like the controls in sixty four are bad, mm. and like that's fair. The GameCube, yeah. uh, the N sixty four controller sucks. But uh, playing it on the Wii U where it had dual stick support, great, and it's going to be great on Switch in that way too. I think when we go back and play these games back to back, and you don't have control limitations for N six for Mario sixty four, and you play Sunshine and you see how poorly paced that game is as an adult. I I really think a lot of people who okay. like have nostalgic I stand sunshine opinions are gonna feel flipped about that. I really um, do. I'm I'm definitely willing to to eat my words on it, but I don't think any of the games are particularly bad. Me like, neither. When you, when you compare them to other 3D platformers from the era, like I don't think they're bad. Remember that? Like I remember having Croc on PS1 because it happened <laughs> in 64 and you compare that to like N- the N64 games and it's yeah. just night and day. I think, um, I, yeah, I think Sunshine is is the worst. I would say, but like saying that it's the worst doesn't—that's like nothing. The worst when every other game is a ten out of ten means it's what? Okay, it's like an eight. Yeah. Great. Okay. Really can't that's wait to fine. De- I really can't wait to debate pacing in a Mario game with you for like an hour next week. I'm, I I can't weeks. wait. I truly can't wait. Okay, we'll I, get into I'm, it, man. I'm um, clocking off next week. You two enjoy your pacing conversation. Well, it's not, it's not, it's two, <laughs> well no, we have to do it time. The game has to come later. Out first. Yeah, when we've all we'll played we'll it. We'll pencil it in for we'll like Octo- October. We'll pencil it in for October. We'll have to game do Club! We're doing a Game Club on all of the 3D Marios and we will we will rank them. I'm saying it right now. Okay. Boom. Okay. This next one comes from uh, my buddy Eddie Road Dog from the Gamer Delphia podcast. He says, what was your first Mario game ever? Mario Land on the Game Boy. The first one that I ever played was Super Mario World because it was the first game I ever played. Well, what are you saying? On like SNES? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a well-worn story, so I won't get into it now, but uh, I I want to say, no, the first game that I ever owned myself was Super Mario Deluxe on the, ga- on the uh, Game Boy Color, which was the original Super Mario Brothers with, like, a bunch of shit added to it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was Land on the Game Boy. I, I, my, I had a Game Boy, my uncle had a bunch of games for the Game Boy, I put one into my Game Boy and I played Mario Land and was like... That was bad. Um, and that was my first ever Mario game. I think the first one I owned was World on the GBA. The first one I Classic. played was either Mario 64 or Mar- may have played Mario World on the SNES at my friend's friend Jack's house when I was a kid. Because nice. I've spoken about him on, on the podcast before. He's like the kid that had all the consoles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that I went uh, from land to to 64 on the DS that was the leap I did that is quite a leap <laughs> uh, and then Ed also asked which Mario spin-off needs a new game and why is the answer Mario Golf uh, Mario Golf is a great answer it's Mario and Rabbids 
We need Mario Ooh, Rabbids 2. That's what we need. That would be sweet. Yeah, I do yeah, really like that game. I did like Rabbids. Do you know I never went back to the DLC, though? So oh, maybe yeah. if I'm, I'm after some more, maybe I, I should good. go for some. It was some. really good. I love. I borrowed the game DLC. from a friend and then gave it back to him, so I never... I never jumped on it that one. It goes on sale for like ten dollars. It's always on sale, and yeah, I think yeah. it's because it's love it. yeah, it's because it's a Ubisoft game, not a Nintendo game, right? Um, aside from that, I would honestly take a, I would take like another version of any of the Mario Sports titles. Really, like I, I wasn't jazzed with Tennis Aces, but like I, lo- I like Mario Golf. Um, Strikers was cool. Uh, there was the baseball one too. All stars, I think maybe. No, that's probably not right. I, can, I, I could either way. I could really see. go for some more content for a Mario Party oh, game. That would be Mario fabulous Party. if we could get yeah, one of those. That's please, true. that'd be that'd be great. Well, yeah, give me they... Super Mario Party two, but give me like I want Super Mario Party two I with like a better coin boards. economy, more boards, and more like games. Yeah, and like put some legacy games back in it. Do a do a fucking season. Do like the seasons they do in like Fall Guys and shit like that, and just do indoor. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't even want that. I just, you know, they did a whole collection for the DS of a hundred mini games. I know that were in that were in Super Mario games, um, that were in Mario Party games even, and I want those in Super Mario Party. That's it. That's all I want. And again, a better economy. They they gave you way too many coins in that game, and like made stars cost less, so it all became really like wonky and off yeah. off center. Oh, the gold one's really weird where it changes price every round. It's not great. Mate, the rich stays rich. Uh, This next one comes from Hades the Pyro. Personal favorite Mario design. Are Are we talking like character design? Mario designs? Yeah, like, think about it. Like, there's a different Mario design from each of the original Super Mario Mm, Brothers. It looks different in Super Mario World. There's the 64 Mario. There's the modern Mario. There's. I want gross Brawl Mario where he's got actual denim. And he's like, he's the fibers textured. of his jeans. Yeah, where he's all textured. That's what I want. Mm, yeah. Give me that. I uh, My favorite is, the, it's the one I have as my Switch icon. It's the, like, animated Mario that's, like, stylized off of the Super oh, that's Mario gorgeous. World Mario. Yeah. It's the classic Mario. Like, the pins yeah. that they're giving out, it's oh, that yeah, Mario. Yeah. That's my Chubby favorite. Mario. Yeah, it's like the chubby Super Nintendo yeah, era, like, yeah. classic Mario. Okay, that's a good one. I do really like Odyssey Mario though, where you see him with his hat off and he's got like actual it's texture to his just hair. So and, clean, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I like that. He's got nipples. We know. We, we know people love that. <laughs> uh, last question of the day comes from at F Zero Kid on Twitter, uh, aka Falcon, who uh, hey, Falcon. is writing in for Max, who says, Hello. "Hi Max, please don't delete your Twitter account." I'm oh, mad of my word, man. Man of my word, I got. To do- I'm going to do it live on After Dark. <laughs> I'm going to deactivate it because I've got to do it before midnight. We've got 20 minutes left. I'm going to do it live on After Dark. Um, and to people to enjoy and then, next week. And then uh, B, what is on your wish list for the next mainline Mario game? Personally, I'm hoping for co-op story mode. My brother and I were playing Super Mario 64 split screen, and it's really fun. I wonder when when Nintendo will get on board. That's 3D Mario. Is the is just to clarify, as opposed to two, two, mainline 2D Mario. He said 3D Mario. Um, oh, did I say did I say two D? No, sorry. you just said mainline Mario. Um, but just just to clarify, it means three. Oh, my bad. Okay. Um, um I, for my wish list, like right now, I honestly just want an Odyssey two. Yeah, and, me like, too. I don't, I don't really have any like wish list items because I wouldn't have wished for any of the things that were in that game. 
Yeah. So and like it really, lo- I was delighted by it. And the surprise by was, it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, right. Like it, it felt like it was a game that was really like rooted in like discovery, yeah, you know, yeah, and like yeah. and exploring. And I, if you just gave me a new game, same engine, you know, brand new set of worlds, um, maybe give me some nostalgic locations like Delfino Plaza, whatever, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Uh, I think the only thing that I would say is like. I don't uh, co-op would be great, but like I probably won't engage with that. I would love to be able to play as Luigi. Though. Yeah, but play, let me play no, Luigi. Uh, Luigi's the, the best brother. Even the if one? that's like an unlockable like end of the game kind of Mario thing, Galaxy like I'm, yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. No, I'm not fussed about playing as a different character. I would like it more difficult. I found the the uh, bosses in yeah. Mario Odyssey ridiculously easy, and it just it wasn't fun. The to, only real challenge to was playing all. them. Darkest side of the moon, wasn't it? That was the only real challenge. That stuff was yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's the and only moon I don't have. Oh, and the <laughs> challenge, but that's like bullshit. Um, and um, I- I'm sick of that story. So sick of that story. The next one, Peach I don't want Bowser kidnapping yeah. Peach. Uh, yeah. Just just be done with it. Give us something. Well, that'll, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if they, if they don't obviously too, hopefully they'll continue it in a way. You know, both Mario and Bowser have been like dumped by peach they go on a revenge they go on like a revenge they should do like the opposite like give peach a game i don't know man i feel like max is showing his hand right now right he wants to have a revenge story against peach he was very upset about the idea of being batgirl like max is uh max is an incel guys i don't know (laughs) (laughs) famously hate women Um, (laughs) i'm kidding just kidding um (laughs) just to be clear Pete, there's one there's one change I think they could make to Mario Odyssey too that I think you might enjoy, and it's that every time you get in the Odyssey and all the the diddlings go in and it takes off, you then enter the gummy ship mini game from Kingdom Hearts. No! Oh my God! I was so I was really wondering where you were going with that, and that's that would be the worst thing you they just could possibly. You start blasting that, and you can pick parts of the Odyssey that are like, oh man, and Donald Duck's going the entire time. That'd be sick. Give me fucking war flashbacks. Gorsh. I <laughs> Gorsh. Gorsh. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. That's where we're going to end it. That's where we're going to end yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Max, for joining us. Thanks it's for been having quite me. an episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're on a quarter. Ah, uh, oh, we're on a quarter. So we'll have to we'll have to have you back on next week for your uh, your big main topic about um, me. You know. <laughs> It's all about you, apparently. I know it's about how it's about it's about your feelings about how Nintendo. You feel like Nintendo has you know missed some opportunities. I think that's an interesting topic. I'd love to pull on that thread. So unless there's another big direct next week, we'll be talking about that. Max will be back. Uh, so make sure you get your questions in, or if you have any comments like on that idea, right? If you feel like Nintendo has missed opportunities, I'd love to hear from some of you guys. So again, you can hit us up in the Discord podcast channel, write into me at Pete at LootPots.com, or get us on the weekly Twitter thread, which goes up every Thursday a couple hours before the show. You know, the best way to keep up, make sure you see that when it goes on, is to, of course, turn on notifications for our Twitter. We don't tweet that much, and when we do, it's always good stuff. So go check that out. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that next week. Of course, uh, if you want to show your support for the show again, you can give us a like on your platform of choice. Subscribe to the RSS so you'll get the show when it goes live every Monday. Head over to the Patreon, get access to our After Dark episode where Max is going to delete his Twitter. We're going to argue about pies, and I'm sure we'll talk about some other stuff. Uh, so you're going to want to get that. It's the best way to help out the show. Get a little extra loot pots in your life every week. Uh, so I hope you'll go show your support over there. And uh, well, until next week... Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay sane. And we'll catch you for another episode of the podcast.